from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, as well as on Facebook Live on Facebook.com backslash LiveNowDT. So however you're watching or listening, we thank you so much for being a part of the show every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, where sports meets life. We are inside of the Charney's Menswear in Tuxedo Studios on 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York, and uh, happy to be here with you weekly, and uh, thank you so much for being a part of the show. We're going to have two birds with this one stone, and that is the top dog of the week, as well as Michael Washington. Michael's joining us for the first time ever, not the first time we've covered CNS, and and not the first time we have been around the football program, but the first time we get to have 2021 running back Michael Washington on the show, and the top dog of the week is also at this time. So we're going to do them both together because, and you'll get what I mean in a second here. The top dog of the week is where we honor somebody, and uh, and we sometimes do it in the community of Central New York. A lot of times we try to do that, and and we try to uh, put it here in our community where we can. Sometimes there's something going on, you know, nationally or internationally that we want to make mention of as well. But I look to people in our community. And the top dog of the week, proudly presented by Canine Camp Dog Daycare and Canine Campground that are both available to you in East Syracuse to help with your animal at this time of of need as well as all the time throughout the year. Uh, And they're also open for holidays, so make sure that you call Canine Camp Dog Daycare and Canine Campground when you can. Uh, They bring you the top dog of the week, and it's my way of spotlighting somebody. Well, Michael didn't know this before he came on the show today, but... We're spotlighting on Wake Up Call with Dan Tatora. We're spotlighting Michael today. And I'm doing that because our athletes in our community are not spoken about enough nationally. Central New York, especially when it comes to football, but really any sport, you don't hear Central and Upstate New York spoken about enough. And that's why I wanted to get Michael on the show. He has numerous Division I football offers. CNS is a program that works extremely hard. They have been successful. This past season, they went from nothing to something. They went from a season that some people thought was down and out and turned it into something special. They consistently have talent come through there. Their facilities are fantastic, and I've been down to Florida to see some of those facilities. CNS reminds me of that. So from Coach Klein to the players to, you know, the entire coaching staff and all the families that support these young men on the football team, I am always honored to connect with CNS to the North Stars and to what they're about and what they fight for and how they go about what they do. And I'm so grateful that Michael joins me today because not only is he my special guest, but he is my top dog of the week because he is showing yet again that Central New York athletes will not back down, they will not lay down, they will not be run over, they will not be going quietly into the night. They're loud, they're proud for who they are, and they fight for everything that they possibly can. And people like Michael Washington should be an example, because not only do we have talent in Central and Upstate New York, but the running backs in Central and Upstate New York, one of them was on the show this week, Latavius Murray. From Latavius Murray to the Dorsey Levins to the Mike Hart's, 
to the Stevie Scotts and so on and so forth. And now speaking with a guy like Michael Washington, there is talent in our community and it needs to be spoken about. It needs to be celebrated and it needs to be a constant, whether we're in season or out of season. So I welcome him into the show today, not only as my guest, but as my top dog of the week, because Michael, whether he knows it or not, is being a beacon of hope, a spotlight of truth that athletes in central and upstate New York should be regarded as positive, good, strong, and more than capable of being a student athlete in the college football ranks. So Michael, congratulations to you for being my top dog of the week and congratulations to athletes in the country, in this, in this uh, part of our community as well. Thank you for being a beacon of hope. Thank you for not caring what people thought about you and working hard every day. You are a true symbol and a representation of Central New York, and I want to applaud you for being this week's Top Dog of the Week. Thank you. I appreciate it. So what can you tell me about that, about not being – when we're in Central and Upstate New York, like I told you off the air, I try to do all I can to get you to get the athletes out there. You know, I've gotten to do show, sit-down shows with CNS and Liverpool and ESM and West Jenny and CBA, and I've tried to do what I can for athletes and then individually to talk with athletes like I'm doing with you today. What can you tell me about how you feel about Central and Upstate New York? Like, why is there not enough respect for for this community of athletes? Because there's so many great athletes that have come through here. You could be the next great one that comes through. Why, why is it not a discussion like it should be, in your opinion? Um, in my opinion, I feel like uh, college coaches as a whole, I feel like they look past New York, really, and go straight to kids from down south. I don't know why, but I just feel like that's what they do. But that just makes me work even harder to, uh, to make me get noticed even more. So, so I mean, the, the, the chip on your shoulder, I mean, I, I was born and raised here in Syracuse, New York, and and I have that blue collar chip on my shoulder too. And, you know, and, and do you feel that? I mean, do you, it seems like you have a sense for that. Do you kind of, do you have the chip on your shoulder and do you like having the chip on your shoulder because, you know, maybe, maybe it fuels you a little bit or maybe it drives you a little bit? Yeah, I have the chip on my shoulder. It just, like I said, it just makes me work harder. Like I just want to get noticed even more. Um, so for so for you coming from CNS, I mean, obviously it's a strong program. It's a good program. It's a program uh, that especially under Coach Klein has bred some success in recent history. What can you tell me about the program itself that maybe has helped you to get noticed a little bit more? Um, definitely. It's a, it's a great coaching staff. Like Without them, I don't think I would have these, off, these offers. So um, that, that's really it. It's a great coaching staff, and the environment is, is, is good, too. We have a strong fan base which also helps. So, yeah, just put all that together. So you have that coming from Michael Washington, a running back, uh, 2021 college football recruit, hailing from CNS here in central New York. Uh, Michael, as we wrap up the segment itself and, and jump more into our conversation of, you know, kind of your recruitment and whatnot, being the top dog of the week, uh, what does that mean to you? You know, as you had that honor today, what does it mean to be the top dog? Do you ever see yourself that way or do you uh, tend to be more humble in that respect? Um, I tend to be more humble. I try not to blow myself up too much. Um, I leave that to other people. Um, basically, they can think of what they really want to think, but I'm, I, I stay humble um, and I just don't blow myself up. And, and what would you attribute that to? Because I think it makes you even more of a top dog to not think 
that, you know, you're, you're the greatest thing in the world and whatnot. So what's caused you to be humble? What would you attribute that to? Well, definitely my parents. They taught me a lot about being humble, about not being conceited, about keeping God first. Um, so, so definitely my parents. Yeah, coming from Michael Washington, our top dog of the week. Continuing the conversation here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios with Michael Washington. Uh, Michael, your recruitment has saw you get offers from uh, so many different schools. I reposted them on Twitter, and uh, anybody that's uh, listening right now, you can or watching, you can find those posts on my Twitter at CallDT, that's C-A-L-L-D-T, and you can also see them on Michael's Twitter at at MikeWash03, that's M-Y-K-E-W-A-S-H-0-3, and you can check those out there. You got a bunch of D1 offers as we stand here today. A lot of a lot of schools that have that have given you the opportunity or look to give you the opportunity to have you there. You know everything from you know Central Connecticut State to UConn to Albany, Villanova as well, UMass, Fordham, Colorado State. Uh, bring me into your recruitment and just when things really started to kick into gear and and, and what your take is on your recruitment so far. Um, it started to kick in around February, and then ever since then, it's been like back to back to back um, each month. I feel like it's like a true a true blessing because when I was little, I always thought, you know, getting a scholarship from a D1 college was like, I thought it was impossible. And now I get one, and I'm like really, really thankful. And I'm still thankful to this day. But then uh, a whole bunch of different other colleges start to come in too, so it's just like, all I, all I can really do is thank God she put me in this position. So, yeah. Michael, you, you bring that up, and, you know, obviously uh, faith is something that's uh, very important to me, and anybody that's listened to the show knows that, that that's part of, you know, the daily broadcast is to be thankful to God. First thing I do when I wake up in the morning is uh, is thank God for waking me up. So what can you say about God's role in your life and, and God's importance in your life and and why trust in God? Because some people, some people put God first. Some people put Him second. Some people don't put Him at all. So, what makes you have God in your life? I mean, I grew up um, with a family that goes to church every Sunday or whatever. So, I've had God in my life. Uh, I would say since the day I was born. I mean, without Him, I wouldn't be the, the young man that I am today. So, that's that's why I still have God in my life. Why well, I feel that. Way. And, and having God in your life as a young man in our society today, do you feel like you can talk about that? Do you feel like you have to hide it? I mean, how do you how do you handle that? Because when I was growing up as a kid, I felt like almost everybody believed in God. If you didn't thank God, you got slapped in the back of the head by by you know your mom or your dad or or somebody because you know it was part of life. Nowadays, it seems like if you say God in certain circles, people get uncomfortable. How do you handle it in your life? Are you comfortable talking about it? You're comfortable, you know, praising God openly, or 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 is it something you feel like society doesn't make you feel comfortable with? No, I, I'll praise God comfortably. I mean, that really doesn't it really doesn't matter what other people think um, when it comes to God, because I know what He's done for me, and I know, um, the, yeah, I just know the stuff that He's done for me. Like, with all these D1 offers, like, I never expect, expected all this coming, like, three years um, before, I never expected all this, so, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable, and I'm not, I'm not um, scared of what other people would, would think, so, yeah. That comment to us this morning from Michael Washington, 2021 college football recruit, 
hailing from CNS in central New York. Uh, Michael, I want to go to your first offer that you got in your recruitment because obviously that opens up the door. And that was from Colorado State. The irony of Colorado State is that I I have said for years in truth, and you know some people laugh at it, but it is true. I said the best recruiting D1 school for football in Central New York, the best school in connecting is Boston College. And that was because of Steve Adazio. Steve Adazio used to be an assistant at Syracuse, and he never lost that tie. He was the best when it came to recruiting Central and Upstate New York talent. Well, your first offer comes from Colorado State, and people might think, why is Colorado looking at players in Central New York? It's because Steve Adazio is there. So, you know, Steve has never lost his connection to this community. What does it mean to you? Because it doesn't really matter, as he's shown, whether he's at Syracuse or BC or Colorado State or wherever he is, when it comes to Central and Upstate New York, he loves the talent that is bred here. What does that mean to you? It means a lot. It just shows me that um, that he sees something not only in me, but in Central New York itself. Um, he wasn't he wasn't only coach. It was Brian White too. So he has like a, a good history with uh, you know making running backs and all that. So yeah. And you know, and that that connection. You know, from with Steve Adazio, like you said, Brian White as well, you know, with, with working with this community. If Steve Adazio was at Boston College, you probably would have an offer from Boston College right now. Like I said, it doesn't really matter where he went. What does it mean to you that a head coach in in this world of Division One football, who used to be connected to Syracuse, has never lost respect for the area, has never lost the connection, and they always tell you not to burn bridges, and he never has. What does it mean to you that, that Coach Adazio – is always focused on this area where you're playing football. He means a lot. It just goes to show um, how much talent is in Central New York. So, because I know I'm not the only good running back in Central New York. There's a whole whole bunch of other teams with good running backs. Um, you know, knowing that, and and you're one of, like I said, a, a many running backs that have come through our community that have gotten opportunities from the from the Dorsey Elevens to Latavius Murrays to Tyler Rouse to Mike Hart to Stevie Scott, you know, and so on and so forth, to 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 be a part of that history. What is it about Central New York that I mean, all you guys are different. You've come at different times, some of you in different decades. Why is Central and Upstate New York so good when it comes to the running backs in our community, because they've all come from different schools. They've come from CNS. They've come from Nottingham. You know, they, they've they've come from, you know, OCS and, and all over the place. So why why is the running back position such a, a, a great a great position in Central New York, in your opinion? Well, I can't speak for other running backs, but in my opinion, I feel like um, most of the running backs in Central New York have the chip on their shoulder. Um, I feel like they know that there's competition. Not only in Syracuse itself, but New York itself, there's a competition with being one of the top running backs. So I feel like most of the running backs, you know, walk with and walk and play with a chip on their shoulder. You know, everybody wants to get noticed, and everybody wants uh, scholarships and all that. So I just so that. So you get that first offer. Speaking here with Michael Washington, and after that, they start running in uh, once again after Colorado State. Uh, Fordham comes in, and UMass as well as Villanova. Then we have. Uh, University of Albany, UConn, uh, Central Connecticut State. What can you say about your recruitment so far? What do you think about the group of, of schools that have offered you up to this point? 
Um, they're definitely all great schools. Um, they're all great schools. They're all schools that can uh, help me get to the next level. All schools that have great coaching staff. They're, they're just all good schools. So how are you going to make this decision? I mean, it's it, kind of a two-part question. How can you narrow these down? Like, what are you looking for? What's kind of on your checklist? And then secondly, when do you want to narrow it down? Um, well, I have to definitely discuss that with my parents, but um, I haven't been able to visit any of the colleges besides Villanova, so I would have to see the colleges first. I would have to, um, I'd have to see the colleges first. Um, and like you know, see see what they're about, basically. See like if, if it'll be a good fit. But yeah, my family's opinion um, is also involved in my recruitment, so and and where I would go. So yeah. And what can you say about your family throughout this process, and and just you know how they've tried to help you navigate? Like you said, it's not just your opinion; it's yours with theirs. What have they? said to you as far as advice wise in, in trying to make this decision advice but they told me uh, not to go with what everybody else is thinking just um, basically um, just just include yourself and not to think what anybody else thinks or go by what they say um, and, and put God first I mean they've been by my side since the beginning so yeah that's, that's, that's what it is so for you, I mean, you're here in Central New York. Right down the road is Syracuse University. Have you heard anything from them? Has there been any conversation? Have you been to any camp? Is there any connection to Syracuse? Yes, I actually talk um, every other week with the with the offensive coordinator coach, I believe, Mike Lynch. Okay. Yeah, so we face him almost every other week, and yeah, we've been conversating about about. Um, it's about the school itself or whatever and getting me down there. I was supposed to go to their school before the virus started, but that ruined everything. So I would just have to go after this. And so is there any notion that Syracuse could offer you? It, you know, what is the conversation like with Mike Lynch up to this point? Um, He thinks I'm a good quarterback. I mean, I don't know if they're going to offer me or not, but. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't really talked about me getting the offer. We just talked about you know, me getting down there to see their spring uh, practice and their spring game. So. so you do have that connection because, you know, one of the things in recent history was Syracuse not offering local athletes a full scholarship. Would it mean something to you if they – whether you went there or not, would it mean something to you if they offered you an opportunity – to go to Syracuse, would you feel like maybe you're bringing back the era or helping to bring back the era of of local talent going to Syracuse or even getting offered from Syracuse? Oh yeah, of course. It shows that they're looking they're looking at Central New York. So yeah, that that would actually mean a lot to me. If that offer came through, what would it do to your recruitment? If the hometown school said we want you here too, what would that do as far as recruiting goes for you? I think my recruitment will skyrocket because that's an ACC school. So I definitely think my recruitment will skyrocket and I'll get um, more offers. Yeah, coming from Michael Washington. Uh, Michael, before we get into a thing called Rapid Fire where you and I get to have some fun putting each other on the hot seat away from football, I do want to ask your best attributes. When it comes to the running back position, what would you? What do you think are the best parts of your game at this point? Um, I, would, I would say... My vision, 
and uh, my vision. I'll say my vision, speed, and strength. Vision, speed, and strength. What would you want to work on? What are some of the areas that you're trying to get better at as you step into your final season? Um, I never really thought about that. Is a part of your game or, or maybe a couple parts of your game that you, you really want to hone in on and work on a little bit more? I would definitely say um, pushing more weight. Okay. Because I've I watched film and I've like, seen myself. I, I would uh, break through a few tackles, but I would go down with uh, pretty easily. So I definitely would say, you know, pushing more weight. Is there a front runner in your recruitment so far? Is there a school or a few schools that stick out to you at this point? Uh, no, right now, really, my options are open, so there's not one school that sticks out more than the other. That's not the visit, so. And, and obviously, we don't know when this is going to clear up, but as soon as this clears up, how soon, when when they tell you it's safe to go outside, travel, this, that, and whatever, how soon do you want to get on these visits? Actually, very soon. I mean, it's up to my parents, but I know that we'll be out there very soon. It's going to get um, hectic and crazy, because that's what it was before everything started we were supposed to go somewhere almost every other week so i know it's going to get like right back to that when um this virus thing is over that coming from michael washington michael really quick here before we saddle up for the day here i want to uh, do a thing called rapid fire you get to ask me three questions i'm going to ask you three questions they have nothing to do with football we put each other on the hot seat you're used to getting interviewed now you get to interview somebody else so you get to you get to take control for a little bit are you are you ready to play yes all right, so what's your first question for me? I'll let you ask the first one. Um, how long have you been interviewing uh, athletes? Professionally, it has been a little over 17 years. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I, started, I, started, I started right around 17, 18 years old. And, yeah, I started when I – yeah, I think I – yeah, it was right around 17, 18 – and I've been doing it ever since then. So I started to broadcast in 2003, and it's 2020. So it's uh, it's 17, 17 years and counting. And the funny thing about it is I turned 34. So I've now been broadcasting more in my life than I haven't been. So from here on out, I will I will have spent more years broadcasting than than I haven't, which is uh, which is pretty crazy. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I started I started as a teenager, and I just kept going from there. My my first one for you, Michael, is if you can nominate anybody on your team currently on CNS to be the spokesperson of the team, who would you want to be your team spokesperson, and why? Um. I would definitely say Max White. He's on the offensive line. And uh, the reason why I say him is because um, he's a leader on and off the field. Um, he speaks up when 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 he needs to speak up. I just feel like he was I, I just feel like he's a great leader. All right, fair enough. So you what'd you say? I, just, I, just, I feel like he's a great leader in all aspects. So, so you picked Max White to be the CNS athletics football spokesperson. Yes. Awesome. I like it. What's your second one for me? Um, was broadcasting something you want to do when you were, um, you know, little? 
a little like look good. I would say I fell in love with I loved watching Sports Center, and Stuart Scott was my favorite. Um, Stuart Scott and Rich Eisen was my favorite tandem, and then what it really came down to was I just kind of I, I I watched it when I would go to bed, and I just kept watching it. I watched it in the morning. I always loved sports. I always loved collecting sports cards from when I was little. And I would look on the back of the sports card, and I have a photographic memory, and I'd flip it over, and i just remember stats. Like, oh, he has 21.9 points per game and 5.8 rebounds. And I would talk with my parents about it so much at dinner to the point where they're like, oh, that's good, honey. That's good. Okay, that's enough. And I just realized that, like, I wanted to do something with all this information because I felt like it was it was easy for me to bring it in. And I, I love telling stories and I, I love to, I don't know, I just love what I do. I love I love the opportunity of getting you on my show and sharing with you the community of Central New York. I, I, maybe a coach is listening and you say something and it piques their interest. Like, I love the idea that this show can be a vehicle to help people out, to spread positivity and to bring people together. So I just kind of fell in love with it a long time ago, and it's one of many things I want to do, but here we are 17 years in, and you know I, I can't imagine my life without it in some respect. My, my next one for you, Michael, is if you could, outside, let's say your football career is over, you played, you went to the NFL, you won a Super Bowl, all the great stuff happened. What's the next thing you would do in your career? What what other career would you want to have? Well, I, I love um, dealing with animals. So I definitely would want to you know travel the world and go to exotic places to see exotic animals. That's something I've been wanting to do since I was little. So yeah. And what what makes you want to what what always got you connected with exotic animals and, and the thought of being able to go out and see them? What what made you kind of get interested in that? Um, always when I was little, um, I used to go in the woods with my brother, and we used to just find. Like little like reptilians and you know in the, in the grass or whatever or hiding or whatever you just catch them um, and just you know look around for them. So, yeah. I think that's pretty cool because my friend Mark and I used to do that. We used to catch spotted salamanders and newts and mud puppies and all that, and we would create habitats for them and we would feed them and try to keep them alive and keep them going. We catch frogs so. You know, Michael, when when all said and done with your football career, call me up and let's let's go to Australia and let's go discover something. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> what's your final question? Uh, yeah, what's your final question for me today? Um, do you see yourself doing this in five to ten years? Yeah, but I see more. So I, I would say that you know, I mean, I've been a sportscaster for seventeen plus years, but I have you know jumped into the world of entertainment, uh, either by acting or uh, working on uh, technical stuff or interviewing. So I would like to jump into the movie or TV world. I would love to be a creator. I'd love to be on a show. Uh, I love comedy and I love music. So if I could do anything, it would be to work some, work with music in some way, either by singing, production, or being, you know, may, it would be cool to be a judge on The Voice. That would be awesome. But you know, I, I think I think something with music, something with comedy, and and uh, something with movies and TV. I'm a I'm big on creating, and I'm big on storytelling, and I've been that way since I was a little baby. So, 
I would love the opportunity to do that in other parts of my life that I haven't necessarily done yet. My last question for you, Mr. Michael Washington, is... This is going to be my three-parter, and this is one that I've had in the wheelhouse for a while, but I like it, and I think it's fun. So, you it's a three-part question. You like traveling. You want to travel the world. So, here's, here's my question for you. If your next trip could be anywhere that you've never been before, where would you go? Who do you take with you that you know? You could take one person that you know, and you could take one celebrity or athlete. So... Who do you, where do you go? Who do you take that you know, and what celebrity do you take? Um, I'll probably I'll go to Hawaii. Okay. I'll bring one of my. Uh, I'll definitely bring one of my friends from uh, from the football team and that that I work out with every day. And a celebrity I would go with. A celebrity or anybody well known. A- a- anybody. I mean, you could pick any celebrity, any well-known, any athlete, someone that you would want to travel with when you go to Hawaii. Um, Saquon Barkley. Why Saquon? Um, he plays from the, for the Giants. Um, from around here, so or he's from. He's not from around here, but he's he's from a place near here, so definitely. So Saquon Barkley, not a bad choice. You know, some people consider him to be the number two behind Christian McCaffrey in fantasy football. Is Saquon better than Christian, or is Christian better than Saquon? Oh, uh, Saquon. I think Saquon's better than Christian. All right. Are you a Giants fan? Um, n- nah. I'm I'm more of a college football uh, fan. Okay. Right. Fair enough. So, Michael, my, my kind of bonus thing here is we don't have a college football game. We haven't had NCAA football in forever. Should they bring back the NCAA football game, and should they put you on it when they bring it back? Because, obviously, you'll be on some team coming up here in 2021. You're talking about, like, actual, like, game like, that you play on a console? Yeah, like, an, if they bring back NCAA football to play that video game, how badly do you want them to bring that back so you can play it, and how cool would it be to, to play as yourself? I think it would be real cool just to see um, my rating and just to see how, how I look and play on the field. So, yeah, I think that would be cool. That coming from Michael Washington, 2021 college football recruit, running back for the CNS North Stars, hailing from Central New York. And we will do everything we can as we've continued to here on Wake Up Call to make sure that people like Michael are out there in the community and that you know about them because they deserve it. They've worked hard for it. And this community has tremendous talent that should be in the spotlight and should be respected. I appreciate and really do love the people over at CNS. And Michael, I I am so thankful that you spent some time with us today. I look forward to getting you back on the show soon. And in the meantime, please stay safe and stay well. And since we're both up here in central New York, stay out of the snow today. Uh, You and I talked about it off the air. This is craziness. But when all's said and done, it would be great to meet you in person. And I look forward to seeing you on the field this year. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, Michael, take care and stay safe. All right, you too. Take care.